Hello, and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. This is episode 236, and I am your host, Ryan Black, and I am joined by my co-host, Joshua Taylor, and we are back, and we are playing with power. Josh, how you been this week? Not too bad so far. Still early, but yeah, there's, there's plenty of time for good things to happen. I made that sound too <laughs> negative at first. I tried to turn it around. <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard to hard to come back from... Uh, Come back to life after Disney. I I completely get that. It it, it affects you for at least a month or two after. <laughs> it's been a month. Feels like it was yesterday. <laughs> I get that feeling. We're getting the itch to go back again and ready. Um, Draco's getting uh the final shot uh, for him, and then for for me, I've got two weeks, two weeks from Thursday, and I'll be all protected and everything. So. Yeah, then we can start looking at getting life together. Cool. We're not really going to do any Radical Rexian this week, but um, I just wanted to say, like, it's pretty awesome that we've got some E3 announcements and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we know E3's coming again, so it's something to look forward to. Um, but before that, we've got an awesome music episode for you this week. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. This is all about Final Boss tracks. Here we go. Josh, uh, did you want to lead us off? Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and pick out my first track here. I don't really have all of them in a particular order, except the last one um, I'm sort of saving, I think. It's probably my favorite. Um, I did try to stick to somewhat of my own rules here and pick one song per series, so to speak, um, mm -hmm. because I know some of these I could almost fill the whole list of five with. But, uh, so here's my first one. first one is of course Gangplank Galleon. This is the version from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Was gonna go with the original one, but kinda wanted to roll this one out if that's alright. It still counts. It's still on a Nintendo game, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean I could go on and on about Donkey Kong Country. We've already done an episode about that anyhow. But uh so I mean first off I love the game. It's very special to me. Um one I remember playing through originally with my dad back in like ninety four when it first came out and still one of my favorites. So I, I still remember us coming up on this final boss with K. Rule um, and taking him on. A, I believe it took us quite a few tries, and then he fakes you out, and that was awesome, especially back in the day. Um, so really cool little fight, and 
sort of moment for me. And uh, also the track itself, like, I really like how pumped up this version of it is, um, especially with how excited I was to see King K. Rool on Smash, because that was just really sort of out of nowhere. I felt like uh, he was one of the two I voted for, the other being Banjo-Kazooie. Um, but yeah, so it, it sort of has double meaning, I guess, for memory's sake for me, for the old time's sake and for that big Smash announcement. The original track actually is still really cool as well, where it sort of has a slower start and then it gets rolling. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with it, go check that out as well sometime. What do you think, Ryan? Very cool. I love the power behind those horns. Like, so motivational. Like, ah, so exciting. Uh, love, love, love it. And I may have, like, listened to it for a week straight on repeat over and over and over again and got sick of it because I enjoyed it so much. Um, it's just, I don't know, I love that song. It's probably my favorite song on the entire entirety of that that soundtrack, which is saying something. Like, I like so many other, like, franchises and stuff on there, but that just really, I don't know, it just really pumped me, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's what is your first one up then, Ryan? Yeah. So my first one that I brought um, is also from Smash Brothers. So um, this one's a little bit more native to Smash Brothers. It's actually a, uh, a final boss. Um, so here we go. Super Smash Bros. Brawl, and this is the fight against the final boss, Taboo. And at first, I didn't think I was going to like this track. Um, I like how it kind of started out with the guitars, and then it got kind of like light and airy, kind of like poppy. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I like that for a final boss. But then it just starts like revving up, and the guitars kick in again, and the drum beat goes, and it's just driving, and you're like, yeah, just something awesome to brawl by. Uh, just pump, pumps you to want to keep trying the fight over and over and over again because because the taboo is pretty difficult um, on those higher difficulties. Um, so that was definitely like it was so fun. The epic battles I had against taboo, I just love playing that part, that boss fight over and over and over again, and just experiencing that just because of the music. It, it just drove me so much. Uh, do you have any uh, any nostalgia for this one? I do. So. <laughs> Um, of course, I've, I've always loved Smash Brothers, and Brawl came out the year... Um, Brawl came out in 2007, didn't it? Um, if I remember correctly, I believe this is correct, but it came out the year I graduated from high school, basically. And I'd always dreamed of, like, this big crossover game. Um, and the story in this, I thought, I mean, some was kind of silly, but the concept of it was awesome. There were some really cool scenes, seeing the characters interact. And then near the end, like, Sonic showing up and just sort of out of nowhere and saving everybody. Um, to show up for the last fight, I thought was awesome. It was it was just, it was almost sort of surreal. And then this boss pops up, which is this big, menacing, faceless man thing. 
And uh, just the build up to it and everything made this really cool for me. So yeah, and, and the track itself was actually one I came close to, to picking for my list, but I did not. Now I'm glad I didn't. It still made it. What's your second pick for us this week? Alrighty, here we go. So that one was the final boss from Yoshi's Island on the Super Nintendo. That is when you're fighting the giant Bowser, like in the background of the stage. Um, that uh, Kamek, after Kamek flies in and makes baby Bowser grow near the very end. Um, and there's this huge men menacing monster to end the game um, featuring rainbow colored dinosaurs and babies that looks like it could just kill everyone. <laughs> so, it, it was almost jarring. Actually, at the time, that game's very colorful and kind of nice. And then it ends with this big, vicious baby Bowser thing running at you that you have a pretty limited amount of time to fight back, or he's going to crush you <laughs> the platform you were standing on. Um, but yeah, this song, it, it sort of has that build up. If you actually see it in the game itself, I like that beginning even better. Because he just sort of like is coming up from the ground slowly as it's building up. Let's have this huge roar when the music picks up. So it's it's just really exciting and kind of keeps you uh, kind of keeps you in it, focused, so to speak. <laughs> I wish I had played this game. Uh, I never got to that point in it, uh, but I like it. I like it's uh, it's definitely got a, a simplistic like SNES sound to it, and yeah. um, it's got a charm to it too. Uh, I don't know, just the whole game is just a charming package. And the art style is just awesome, and the music doesn't falter there either. So, great pick. Gotta love that big uh, um, guitar riff from the Super Nintendo sound <laughs> chip. That was just, that's pretty nice, especially when you were in headphones and you haven't turned up a little bit too loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Still pretty great in its own way. I'm looking forward to the day when people are able to uncompress all of the different tracks from all the different SNES games, because this is one of the ones I definitely want to hear uncompressed. Because um, they had that, oh, yeah. was it Super Mario World that they they uh, took the music from and uncompressed it and had it in its original form and it sounded almost completely different. <laughs> I think so, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I'd love to see that treatment on this game and, and others as well, uh, just to see what the original like arrangements were. That'd be pretty cool. But... My next pick is going to be a classic. Um, takes me back to being a little kid playing my Game Boy and getting so excited because I had finally done it. I had finally beaten the Elite Four. I had beaten the game. And then suddenly...
good memories from this song. I remember just getting to this point and, you know, Blue, I, I think I called him Gary at the time. Either that or I called him John for my you know, rival, John Hester. Um, but I can't even remember what I had because I had the blue version and I had red version. So um, I did play a second playthrough when I was able to reset my red version with Game Shark after catching Mitch Snow the first time. Um, and so, like, I think I named, I can't remember which playthrough I named him that. Um, which name, but like getting there the first time as a kid and like fighting so hard to get through the Elite Four and then find out there's another battle after that. I was like, this isn't fair. And like the victory, the, the sense of relief that came from that winning that battle was just so overwhelming. And I, I think that hooked me for being a Pokemon fan for life. Like that was just wow. <laughs> and and this, the track is so like charged. They did such a good job on it. Um, definitely a masterpiece uh, from uh, Junichi Masuda and Goichinos. What do you think? I know you're not a big Pokemon fan, but... Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely was a little late on the Pokemon train. I, it's one of the only big Nintendo franchises I sort of skipped out for a while. But, yeah, I, d I did make it to this point on the when they re-released uh, Red and Blue on the 3DS Virtual Console. And, I mean, it's it's pretty great. I, yeah, there was things that sort of aged about it. I'm not going to talk too much about it, I guess, I guess on this about the track. But um, I, I could definitely see the appeal and sort of the build-up to this with your party, your favorite party of six or however many you've got um, that you've went with this whole adventure through. And now here you are at this big final battle. And it's it still kind of amazes me what they were able to do with the Game Boy, like, sounds to make a track sound like this it's mm -hmm. it's not I, I feel like in a lot of cases you would think like there's just a bunch of beeps would be kind of grating but it, it actually sounds really good <laughs> so yeah I had definitely a, a pick I like didn't grow up with it but I appreciate it alright so I will go ahead and pick out my next one here this one is I'll go ahead and put a little heads up it's, it's a slightly recut version of it um, by the artist in uh, I forget what year pretty recently actually so it sounds a little bit different than what you're used to but I thought it turned out pretty well so here we go Slipping down your spine 
So that one was, of course, Live and Learn from Sonic Adventure 2, or um, the way I originally knew it was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the Nintendo GameCube. Um, so yeah, of course, this one's still an old favorite of mine. This was when uh, Sonic first came to Nintendo console, well, along with Sonic Advance on the Game Boy Advance. I believe it was the same day. Um, so without going too far into the game itself, because me and family and friends uh, were just really into this thing, and it showed up right at the right time and at a crazy time of my life. Uh, th this song kind of showed me how like different some game music can be, because I'd pretty much just grown up with like Nintendo stuff, you know, like the Bop and Mario music or, or Zelda or, or what have you, but this actually had lyrics. It was like rock music. I hadn't seen or heard like much of any of this sort of thing in a video game up to this point, really. Um, so it still sticks with me. I, I still I still enjoy it. I know some of it's cheesy or whatever, but I love a lot of Crush 40s music or uh, a lot of Sonic's Final Battle or just music in general a lot of the time. And this one just, it's the main theme in the game and it's just <laughs> rocking like full blast at the end um, during the final battle. So I can't really ask for much more. Still, still really sticks out in my mind. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm a bit taken aback because this version that you chose is very different from the one that I'm used to. And it almost sounds like it fits more in like the intro or outro to an anime. And so I'm like, Josh really pick this? <laughs> it's just it's kind of fun, funny. It's, it's a fun <laughs> mix-up. I wanted to do something. Maybe introduce everybody to a different little newer remix version of it. I, I, I totally get you. I probably prefer the original to be fair. But it, it's it's still fun in its own way. That was very surprising. I liked it. <laughs> I like the ending. If you if you listen to the whole thing, um, it mixes in some of I Am and uh, I think All Hell Shadow um, from Shadow the Hedgehog in there as well. That's really cool. And nice. <laughs> there is kind of a weird part that is in Japanese that I have no clue what they're saying. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's fine. But yeah. <laughs> Um, now, I think we've already talked about this game, of course, but uh, were, were you much of a fan of this particular track, be it that original version of it? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, before, you know, King K. Rool's theme from Smash Brothers came around, and Smash Brothers came around, like, I was listening to this song over, on repeat, over and over and over and over again. Like, I could not get enough of it. Like, I didn't have the soundtrack, but, you know, I would, I would just listen all the time to just that track on repeat i love the music it's just it's so good you know like i think that was probably the most playtime that i got out of my gamecube um was just playing you know the soundtrack from that that game the original um over and over and over again and just like because it was on it was built on the disc for the game correct like i want to say that there was like a music player on that there was. It didn't have, like, for some reason when you went to play the tracks on there in the sound test, it would play, like, a shorter looped version of them. Uh-huh. But they were mostly there. <laughs> I just remember, like, the spinning disc and just playing it over and over yeah. again. Just loving it. Every bit. You know, if there's a good if there's a, if there's a good track that just slaps, like, I, I've listened to it at least a thousand times, I think, <laughs> before I even begin to get slightly sick of it. So... It's cool to hear a I, nice I will say, arrangement. I, I will say a quick shout out to uh, I Am from Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm really close to picking that one. I had to stick with Live and Learn, of course, but uh, mm -hmm. Open Your Heart and What I'm Made Of from Sonic Heroes. All solid ones. Brian, what you got for us next?
All right, this next one uh, scared the crap out of me as a kid. Um, so it's not exactly, at least initially, it wasn't on a Nintendo system. It didn't come out on a Nintendo system until recently. Um, however, um, it's something that is very, very cool in a boss fight. Um, creepy, really creepy. Um, but it, it definitely uh, holds its own. And uh, so let's go ahead and get into that. shining like spark or light in the face um just completely otherworldly um creepy so creepy and then just the different forms that you face um with ultimacia from final fantasy 8 um the whole like package of first going into her castle and like being kind of like organ music but then it like getting really really like dirge sounding and and dark and then just like the tracks in this game, in the final parts of the game, are so, like, different from each other. They clash almost, but yet they work well into a tapestry. Um, and this song is no exception. Um, I'm very grateful for uh, Noburo Uematsu for pulling this in. Um, and it just kind of picks up into that battle, battle sequence and gets you pumped when it finally kicks in here. And uh, so good get kind of the tampering going and like get you pumped it's really really cool definitely love this track i don't know if you've gotten a chance to play final fantasy 8 but definitely one of the uh memorable uh, boss fights one of those classic classic final fantasy bosses that just has so many stages and it keeps going it's like i'm not done yet how <laughs> uh fun fact the um if you were a cheater and were using codes to to make your party invincible. Um, Ultima Sia would know that and actually cast a spell that dispelled the invincibility <laughs> if you were cheating, which is pretty fourth wall breaking. <laughs> I heard that through the grapevine, though. I haven't done it myself to verify that, but I thought that was pretty cool. Man. <laughs> That's a big slap in the face. I guess my own thoughts on the track, I haven't played Final Fantasy VIII, I have played all the way through seven, and I actually, of course, thought about putting One Winged Angel on this list, I didn't. Um, but yeah, this, this was very interesting, especially wearing the headphones I am, and the sounds at the beginning going from one side to the other. Um, I don't know if I should start shooting through my walls or, or what, I was, <laughs> what I should do. But um, yeah, and then it just sort of changes. It's definitely not one that... Like, if I heard it, I don't think I'd think of a final boss, so to speak. It's, it's, yeah. it's different. I kind of like that. It, when you're thinking of creepy, it kind of made me think of another one I didn't pick was the phase one fight of Majora from Majora's mm -hmm. Mask. That was always just 
kind of unsettling. You know, the yeah. mask is just sort of floating there and it's kind of light. It's not like, you know, rockin' live and learn type final boss music. It's just kind of eerie. <laughs> yeah. So it put me a little bit in mind of that part of it did. <laughs> yeah, I like definitely, it. definitely put you on edge. You're like, what in the world? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> what you got for us next? All right. So this might be a wee bit expected, but here we go. cut it there i guess <laughs> so that one um that one's actually kind of lengthy if if you really listen to the full thing and it, it just sort of builds um so of course that one is the final battle from banjo kazooie against Gruntilda um on top of her lair so I, of course i had to add something from banjo kazooie in here and i think this one's very much worth it um i, I don't want to just try to justify it i think <laughs> i think it's worthy um so almost even went with hag one on here from banjo tooie we get a chance, maybe go check that one out. It's uh, oh, this one. The composer is. Um, I've never heard of him. <laughs> no, this is the only Grant Kirkhope song on here. The first one, the original version of Gangplank Galleon, is technically David Wise. But yep, this one's this one's the only Grant Kirkhope one on here. Um, I tried to do that intentionally, um, <laughs> but it just it sort of jumps all over the place, and I I love it. It it has the sort of that grunty main theme, that Gruntilda's Lair main theme throughout it. And then uh, a little over a minute and something into it, um, there's even a part where it sort of plays her theme, but then it has like a quick banjo, like, mm -hmm. you know, a few seconds of a banjo playing in between different parts of it. I, I just thought that was a really cool little touch for that big last fight between uh, Banjo and Kazooie and Gruntilda. Um, and it's still, it, it's got like that epicness to it, I guess, <laughs> but it still sort of has that bouncy, Banjo-Kazooie vibe to it as well and all the different, you know, odd-sounding instruments and such throughout it. Yeah, um, I like that the fast pace um, definitely fits for a boss fight um, and just, you know, that, that the dueling banjo uh, to stand out in contrast to the rest of the song. It's pretty cool. Uh, definitely good pick. What do you have for us your next? This has actually been on several Nintendo consoles now, so you can't say it's not Nintendo. Um, but this was something that I played originally on the Sega Genesis, and this was kind of my Sonic game. Uh, 
um, you know, Sonic 1, Sonic 2, you know, John Hester had those, but I had Sonic 3, and I'd never heard about it. I never heard, I just saw it in stores, and my mom got it for me, and I played it a lot. But when I got to this final boss, oh, let me tell you, this track is beautiful. Here we go. track so much when we talked about doing this episode this was the first track that popped to my mind I'm like i get dibs on this song because i just it's one of my favorites i think boss themes ever um i don't know why it just is always just thrilled me to no end and you can actually save in this sonic game um so i would save right before the boss and I play the boss over and over and over again just to hear this song I loved it absolutely loved this theme uh, and it was a nice long boss fight so you got to hear a good chunk of this yeah so this one um, I already had my sonic music thrown in here once but uh, this one was definitely um, one I've gone back to before that uh, outside of the crash 40 music the final boss of Sonic and Knuckles, I think, is pretty awesome as well. I want to say it's actually really similar to this. I can't think of it now, but this one's stuck in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one's really cool. This is like when the, uh, the Death Egg is taking back off and you're desperately trying to pull it back down. Um, so that one, that one really sticks out. It's a nice, uh, what am I trying to say? A nice little last epic boss fight just between Sonic and Eggman before sort of jumps into the next chapter, jumps straight into Sonic and Knuckles. Or if you just have three, then it just sort of comes to an end. But um, yeah, definitely a good pick. Definitely a, a good solid one. I can probably recommend like every Sonic track out there, except for, well, except for Sonic Spinball, of course, that one track. But uh, I, I love yeah. everything Sonic and I can listen to Sonic for the rest of my life and be happy. And that sounds almost sacrilegious as a Nintendo fan, but, you know, just, I really enjoy those tunes. He's right. Just, yeah, especially, especially the Sonic Spinball options menu. Be sure to turn <laughs> your volume all the way up with your headphones on. Please don't do that. As featured in our <laughs> April Fool's episode this year. <laughs> so painful. <laughs> anyway. All right. So I think I said five earlier, but I actually have six. Um, so this is not my top one as i was saving for last this is sort of an extra one that bumped its way into here um so i'm gonna go ahead and throw this one in it's a bit more of a recent one oh. 
So that one is from the final boss in the original Splatoon um, from just a few years back on the Wii U. I was one of probably the few people I know of that really liked the single player in Splatoon and in Splatoon 2. Um, I thought the concept was pretty cool. I thought the levels were pretty fun. Um, it wasn't long enough, but it was pretty neat. And while this isn't one like I necessarily would put on my playlist that I would listen to in my car and jam going down the road as much, it I think it fit this. Uh, I, I just think it fits Splatoon really well. Like it, it screams. <laughs> I don't know how else to word this. I know I'm not uh, making the, the best description of this movie, but it just fits the final boss was for Splatoon so well. Yeah. And it's got yeah. the Split Sisters in it. And then I feel like this is the point of it. This is like the last phase of it, so to speak, that this is sort of the point where you have him on the rails. Like, you, you pretty much got him beat. This is just that final push, you know, as you're charging to him, as he's throwing every last little thing he can at you for you to go up and get the last hit in. Um, so this was just exciting, and it's it's one that's stuck out to me that I almost forgot, honestly. But but yeah, it's it's a fun one. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I love it. I love that J-pop sound. Um, it's definitely rocking and definitely motivational for playing. Like I, I, this is one of the ones that I was hoping one of us would pick because I, I ended up passing on it. But I just it's so good. Uh, it definitely is a great final boss theme, for sure. The next one here is, um, it's not the final, final track uh, for the final boss, but it it is the final boss in one of his forms. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into this one. a heroic sounding song from the soundtrack of Kid Icarus Uprising. Another Sakurai game, believe it or not. Um, uh, the composers were Matoi Sakuraba and Noriyuki Awarai. Um, and they've done a fantastic job with this song. It is so beautiful. Just the horns and uh, it's in the bells and the you feel so heroic in this fight. It's just so well done. It's crazy to think that this is on 3DS. And this is a grossly underrated game uh, that was held back by its controls. Because, you know, Nintendo always has to mess something up with that and force you into some kind of control type that hurts your hands or something, you know. But my goodness, this game was a masterpiece through and through. Music and gameplay and, like, story writing all beautiful and perfect and on point and this is it would be a travesty not to bring this final boss fight music to the table 
Pokemon. Yeah, this one, this was definitely one of my favorite games on the 3DS. I think actually on our 3DS episode, I picked this one as my favorite. Um, and a lot of the soundtracks sort of has that heroic sort of feel to it. And almost, um, I don't want to mean this in a negative way, but almost like a cheesy sort of heroic Saturday morning cartoon kind of way, I guess. Um, yeah, this one, this one, it, it, it almost doesn't sound as much, well, I don't, I don't know if I want to spoil it. Is it? <laughs> Is it still close enough to, to, to be considered spoiling the game? I, I don't feel like this is so much a song for Final Boss in that game. Awesome. So go ahead and bring your bonus pick here. phase of the Ganondorf battle from The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. So this one was very hard, well, somewhat very hard for me to pick um, since I was sort of having to go with like one song per series or one track per series. Ocarina of Time was very close to making it. Majora's Mask was up there. Zelda has a lot of good final bosses. Um, but this one ultimately won in the end, so to speak. Um, this is at the very final part of quite a long final boss, so to speak, in that game um, with different uh, phases to it, different ways to fight him and things like that. And this is all that stuff aside. This is, you know, the Beast Ganon is, has already been done. The horse fight, all that's done. This is just Link and Ganondorf in this big fire or arena circled by fire, um, so to speak, out in the middle of Hyrule Field um, for one last battle and it, it's, it just has this this epic feeling to it over all the other tracks i picked which can be sort of fun this one's just like no nonsense someone is not leaving here alive <laughs> and that's that's actually sort of the case as at the end this thing just ends up with ganondorf with the master sword sticking through him um and literally dying there as he stands up um so <laughs> i just thought this was awesome i love uh, Ocarina of Time as when I was younger and then this came out near well this also came out near about when I was going to graduate high school 
um, and this just felt like a big finale. You know, this was, I knew Ganondorf was going to come back, but you kind of did it Wind Waker, and, you know, I really liked Wind Waker, but this was sort of my own preference. Um, and this just felt like a big no-nonsense battle, and it actually had an ending to it where a lot of, um, a lot of Nintendo sort of baddies don't. Like, Bowser always comes back. And Ganondorf kind of has two, and granted he sort of has even since this in ways, I guess. But this just this really felt like a big finale. So, I always this one always gets me pumped up. Yeah, definitely see that. Um, you know, uh, glitches uh, with fishing rods aside, uh, this, this battle was really really cool. Um, it's it's a shame that I don't remember a lot of Twilight Princess, and I didn't go back and play it um, when it came out for the HD remake. I even owned it. I just never spent the time to sit down and play it. I was very much like on the go, and I didn't have time to sit down in front of a TV and play. And I kind of regret that because this this has mostly faded in my memory of what this battle is like, um, and I can't wait to experience it again. Um, you know, if it becomes portable on the Switch, you know, being able to play it on the Switch, um, I'll definitely be playing it because I can play it on the go anywhere I go. And um, it'll be my, like, big sit-down game. And I'm getting ready to enjoy Skyward Sword, but I'm really getting an itch to play this game, especially on the go. Um, you know, being Wolf Link and, and everything. Just going back to that world and, and experiencing the Twilight stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent, excellent pick. Um, I like that it's um, a bit... Um, off at the very beginning there like some of the the notes that are or the chorus that's played there it kind of jumps and it, it hits off time and i really like how it, it it has a bit of a delay and it doesn't quite hit on the melody like always um it definitely gives it kind of a a great spice to this this uh pretty epic song good pick really good you know i think that brings us to the end of the episode this week uh, we're going to go ahead and close out uh, with a uh, another track here. Um, but before we get into uh, ending the episode, let's go ahead and do our due diligence. Josh, do you want to bring our due diligence to the table? Sure. So, of course, you can always find us um, on Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. You can find us on Facebook at Nintendo you can also find us on Instagram. And, of course, you can always shoot us an email or leave us a voicemail. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Uh, we look forward to talking with you and, and chatting next week. And hope you have a great week until then. Later, Preston. See you later. Nintendo Nostalgia chat group there. I'm going to post it and get a bunch of crazy discussions and whatnot. Um, so, yeah.